Let's rock. Every week. Every week it does this. This is the five on five podcast presented by Direct Music Service and Nukes Hot Sauce, our favorite hot sauce. We've been preaching the gospel to everyone. I am Mm -hmm. one of your hosts, Phenom, coming to you live from Chicago, Illinois. To my right, coming to you live from Portland, Oregon, it's Jupiter Williams. Hot Portland, Oregon. Muggy Portland, Oregon. Oh, like 115 Portland, yeah. Oregon. Yeah. Record heat, I think. Yeah, Stupid. we're gonna we're gonna get into that. Yeah. To my bottom left, coming to you live from brisk, very cold Las Vegas, it's Nick Lopez. And our special guest today, down the street from me in Chicago, Illinois, make some noise for Stratus. What is good, sir? How are we? Dude, I'm feeling good. I, I can't you feel like you can't complain this year shit just keeps getting more normal and i yeah. just keep getting in a better mood good yeah i see that That's you're it. back to traveling you're back to touring you have a festival yeah. that we're gonna go to um in salt lake city i'm um, so glad you're making the band ride down there returning <laughs> to true form <laughs> yeah. yeah we're getting in a van and going to a dubstep show what year is this yeah it's great <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's what it's the year of rebirth Stratus, you're no stranger to the show. I know we talked about this last time I was in town. What we do around these parts, every week we compare two artists head-to-head, their top five songs as viewed most popular on Spotify. Last week was my pick. This week is Jupiter's pick. Travis, what do you got for us? All right. So growing up, um, my mom had a a very wide range of, of music. So it was like... You know, we would listen to Whitney Houston and then turn around and listen to Celine Dion. We listen mm-hmm. to Michael Jackson and turn around and listen to George Michael, right? Mm-hmm. Well, these two artists we definitely did this with. We have Luther Vandross versus okay. Michael Bolton. <laughs> Y'all know how I love these two, so I'm so happy that is my pick. Okay. Okay, Sick. I love that. Sick. I love that. Um, Stratus, feel free, feel free <laughs> to sidebar listen to these songs in private on quiet if you need to. Um, I might have, I'm to, gonna have to for some of these Michael Bolton <laughs> oh, songs. Come on. I played all these Michael Bolton songs, Colin. You should know these. Listen, man, just because you're <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. Oh, no, no, no. You, you were listening because every single time I play them, I go, Colin. Listen. <laughs> now you know he's ignoring you. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Thousands of people for sure. just get on the mic and be like, excuse me, Colin, I need you to listen to this. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Just Michael Bolton singing. I love it. Okay, so round one, we have Luther Vandross, Never Too Much, versus Michael Bolton, How Am I Supposed to Live Without You? What a ballad. <laughs> What a ballad. What a ballad. Let me just put it out there like that. Strong ballad. What a ballad. <laughs> okay, who is All right. <laughs> Let me Travis, do a quick we'll refresher. Hold you. up. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay, who who doesn't Let need a refresher? Let me go at refresher? least second. I need a... Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fine. Who doesn't need a refresher? And then we'll start with it. All right, I can go. Or Nick, oh. you know, I know Nick. Uh, are you, maybe Nick's getting refreshed. I'm good to go. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um. All right, I'll leave this off here. Luther always 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 works in every single time tried and true 
Um, you can just run that and people will lose their minds every mm-hmm. single time. And it's fucking Luther. Luther. Point blank, period. Luther. Luther. Both Luthers. Big Luther and Little Luther. I don't care. I'm, I'm going Luther. I'm going Luther. Neek. Luther, every time. Huh. Yeah. Every time. There's not very many, like, like Luther's top five. I didn't really look what they were, but, uh, but if they're strong Luther songs, I can't see this not being a sweep. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. L- Luther, I'm just... Luther swept around. He's got my vote. <laughs> that's fair. All right. That's, that's a sweep for, for Luther. And that's right. nothing against Michael Bolton. I'm just saying that Luther's best songs are some of the best songs in music history. Oh, yeah, for so sure. I don't... No, for sure. This is true. Okay. Round two, we have Dance With My Father versus um, When A Man Loves A Woman. Come on. Another ballad. Another That's a strong round. Ballad. That's a great round. Ballad. We're talking ballads, y'all. All ballads right. and big hair. Michael Bolton. Let's go. Yeah, it's a little more neck and neck. They're a little they're kind of on the same playing field. Yeah. yeah. What's, the, what's the Michael Bolton song again? Uh, when a man loves a woman. Okay, sorry, y'all. For anyone listening, we're recording this morning at what time is it here? It's oh, yeah. noon in Chicago. This is yeah. very rare. This is rare. This we're is... doing a Sunday show. We're recording very early. I'm in a hotel that has a sink next to the bed. We're just doing things different today. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go with Michael Bolton uh, on this one. Oh man, um, I. Hate that Luther song. <laughs> it's not his best. It's not. It's when the chorus kicks in and when a man loves a woman, it's like he says it with his chest. Like that shit. Yes, man. That's it. That he, I mean, he puts so much power in it, man. Banger. Yeah. What was that vocal fry on there, man? That's that's a good track. So, Stratus, you going with Michael Bolton? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know the <laughs> dance with my father is not what I what I look for in a banjo track. I guess. Yeah, it is I'm a, a sucker for those like those real earnest, just cheesy mm-hmm. ballads too. And when a man loves a woman, it's that's about that. as cheesy as you can get. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's absurd, yeah. but there's yeah. something about it. There he is. There, there he is. is. Got beautiful oh. golden locks. Look what at a that. handsome man. Look at that. Yo. Look at that boy can say he fucks. This is no for sure. No, that hair is a that's a power move. He's on this new show um, with um, the new girl, who whoever that girl that played the new girl, and uh, it's called um, you know it's the celebrity dating show. It's the new celebrity dating show. Oh yeah, he co-hosted with with her, and he sings all these weird songs, and he's just amazing. It's Michael Bolton. Yo, fucking Bolton. Are you kidding me? Let's go. Come on. That was, that was right before he, he moved over to pop. Leather jacket. Yeah, man. No shirt. No under. shirt. Hey, he was a he was a he was a lead singer for a rock band, bro. That's really? that's about to be me yeah. in the fall. <laughs> singing yes, for a rock leather, band? No, leather jacket, no shirt. Word. Okay. Tight. That's the oldest look possible. <laughs> bold. Yeah. My uh, my family, like all the women in my family, stand for "Dance with My Father" again. They they cry their eyes out every time. Yeah. Um, 
but Wait, Nick, what was your vote again? Was it? I haven't, I haven't voted yet. Oh, yeah. I, so my family is like they all cry over "Dance with My Father" again. Yeah, I've never liked that song very much, um, but I get it. And <laughs> dance with dance with my father again. I mean, not dance with my father. Uh, how am I supposed to live without you? No. Nope. No, no. Uh, when a man loves a woman. Sorry, it's early. It's all good. The key change in that song is fucking fire. So he, hit, he hits it too. That key change is sick. That song rips. <laughs> Bolton, man. Come on. I'll tell you. Listen, Michael Bolton got a sweep right here, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Who one. thought it was going to happen? Who thought it was going to happen? I, I literally oh. just said I didn't think it was going to happen. It's Michael Bolton. Swept Bolton's Luther problem. and his father right off the dance floor. <laughs> All the way off the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> Took the broom and said, club is closed. Bolton's in town. Here. <laughs> okay, round three, Endless Love with Mariah Carey versus Said I Loved You, But I Lied. God, another ballad. Said I Love You, But I Lied. Come on. Michael Bolton, he's a sleeper. He's a dark horse. He's a... He's a dark horse, I'm telling you. You know, he, I said I love you, but I lied. That's a hard statement. Oh, bro, that come is, on. That's something that a dude wearing a leather jacket with no shirt would say. Actually, yeah. in the music <laughs> or was it was this a different era? No, same era. But in the music right. video, he was wearing a um, a jean button-up shirt tucked in, and he was singing on top of like these Rocky Mountains. No, just singing, just singing to the sky. Bolton fucks. I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say yeah, it dude. more times during this episode. Michael Bolton, man. Michael Bolton. That's a crazy song title. Said I love yeah. you, but I lied. So and he was That's singing that shit. The most too. disrespectful shit. It's the <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you That's know also future people. shit. You know there That's was people. Shit. Shit. <laughs> exactly. There was people for sure listening to Bolton and they're like Oh, how am I supposed to live without you? When a man loves a woman, they're like, he's gonna come again with the feel-good heat. We're in love, we're in romance. And Michael's like, hold the phone. I lied about the whole fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's Not got like, the jeans tucked in. I said I yeah. loved you, but I regret that. No, <laughs> I love you, no it's no, such a it's a bold ass title. I don't I said, one. I, I said I loved you, but I may have been mistaken. <laughs> No. I said I, I said love you. you. That's too. Accident. That's too nice. Man. Fuck you, I lied. No. Fuck you, I just <laughs> lied about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad that's man. It's a bad man. <laughs> I'm going bold. Oh my god. Okay, let's go. Yeah, it's I'm not just bold. for like the ethos of the track. I'm going bold. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so hard. Hey, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's a dark horse. He's a dark horse. Bold with two brooms on the dance floor. What's, yeah, this oh, is not man. where I thought this was going. I'm actually... <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> okay, is, Luther, is Luther even on the dance floor against Michael Bolton? I don't know. <laughs> no, Mike. I mean, we haven't even started dancing with Michael Bolton yet, man. <laughs> we're, still, we're still slow dancing right now. <laughs> I think that's what's going to... Yo, Michael Bolton makes Luther look like an opening act. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. 
One of the greatest hey, voices hey, in showbiz is getting YouTube shown commenters come for come for <laughs> Phenom's head on that one. I didn't say that one. <laughs> Man, you're gonna get all of DC riled up on that one. Wait, is there some change in here? Because I'll change my mind. I'll change my whole nah. fucking tone. No, there's no change in here. No Yo, okay. low key. It's just go. Uh oh. Go. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh -oh. Round four. Round four. Luther, I'd rather versus Michael Bolton to love somebody. Yo, come on. Come on. Bolton. Hey, this is old. I mean, this is like this is like the 2000s Luther. It's not that great. It's not. Well, I'm doing a refresher. I'd rather have it. I'm going with Michael Bolton. It's kind of it was kind of like too sappy for the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It that's grown folks music. But it was it was almost too sappy for grown folks music, I felt like. No. I feel like only grown folks were listening yeah. to that. And by they grown go out folks, I mean our parents. Like I know real right? grown folks. Silk, like they're silk the suits. only one. Yeah. Gay Michael, Michael Jordan pants. <laughs> Yeah, Michael Jordan Come has on, gator man. shoes. Yeah, that's all that comes to mind. It's spice. It's spice Adams type. Yeah, exactly. The character Spice Adams plays. It's a little oil oil spots on the do rag. Yo, a lot, lot of lavender. <laughs> hello lavender. Hello this lavender. This is hello lavender. This is this is a lot of shea butter. This is anti music. Yeah, a lot bro. of shea butter. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going with Michael. A Bolton, lot of African bro. statues. Is, wait, is Bolton just gonna sweep again? Sam, I'm telling you, he's a dark horse. People sleep on Michael Bolton, man. I've been telling people this. Stratus, I think yeah. When you examine it, this I'm I'm shocked that I'm going Bolton for a third <laughs> round in a row. I feel like Luther's popular tracks are kind of doing him dirty though too. They are. They are. This is by Spotify's uh, algorithms, and yeah. yeah, they are kind of doing them dirty. Bolton with the yeah. three-piece sweep. <laughs> three sweep. I'm telling you. I'll tell you. Shocker yeah. of the it, year so far. Yo. This actually yo. might be. This might be a tough one, actually. Okay, so Luther, always and forever, versus Michael Bolton. Go the distance. Now, go the distance is from uh, the. Hercules movie, I believe. Yeah, oh, it's from the soundtrack. Oh yeah. Wait, yeah. from the animated Hercules? Yeah, yeah. Like the good one? Yeah. That was that was in Hercules. I think so. I believe so. I'm trying to remember what scene that was over. It sounds insane to put that in there. Nick, can you number crunch that? I'm doing a number crunch right now. Can we, can we get a Hold fact on. check? Yep. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, Actually, that's pretty on brand for like that era. It is right. Yeah, the credit sequence. I mean, the production here. on Always and Forever mode. So good. It's yeah, so it's good. Better. Yo, I'm. It just feels you know, better. I'm. I'm Luther, man. This, Luther, yeah. See, this Bolden song is baloney. <laughs> I mean. Is it? It's um, it starts off. I mean, it's just a Disney ass song. That's you can like hear it's a that they almost like commissioned him for Hercules 1999. Yeah, this is it. 
this was on. Was it written for the movie? Yeah, this was made for the movie. Um, That's insane. A lot of a uh, lot of people were on here. The album also includes a single version of "Go the Distance" by Michael Bolton. Hey, let's go. He had like uh, an original soundtrack with. I think so. Michael Bolton and. Yeah. Well, they have the funny thing is Danny DeVito did the voice of um one of the characters on there. And mm-hmm. so that means Danny DeVito has a song on the soundtrack. Naturally. <laughs> we should have put Danny DeVito Spotify in today. For real. <laughs> like it's I'm inspired to actually see if that's a thing. I'm actually I'm I'm also doing a number crunch on that. Um Luther has my vote on this one. Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe that's yeah, a, like that's a remake, right? Always and forever. I think always that forever? yeah, uh, yeah. So I think that was one of old fifty songs, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Danny DeVito has a top five, and two of them are the uh, Hercules soundtrack. <laughs> wow. Okay. Good for him. But it looks like wow. <laughs> it looks like he has three singles. I'm not sure what's going well, on. That's what, yeah. Did he have like an Eddie Eddie Murphy? phase where he would oh just, where he uh, started recording shit yeah yeah and like like really seriously <laughs> right yeah really that i want to like see rick james in the in the production yeah, the, michael jackson the music video of, of the studio music video <laughs> yeah like i gotta figure like, this out i don't know if these are tracks but well one of them is snow white and the seven dwarfs because he's a so that and then one is called Doug the Bug, and that's like a that, Spotify has that as a single, and they can't take that away from us out loud. I don't know what that is. I need to see. What very low numbers, very low numbers on here. Yeah. Doug the Bug featuring Forty Two Doug. <laughs> that has to be not right 20 the 2019 danny DeVito single doug the bug sounds like uh the metadata got messed up yeah, for real. can't yeah. be fucking real he's flying way under the radar with that i'm gonna bring back doug the bug and we're gonna start playing that in the club let's go meek is gonna be so furious about that i hate the idea already <laughs> Neek, listen to this song. Yeah. Neek, this I mean, one's his for whole you. discography. His whole discography is the Hercules soundtrack yeah. and Dunk the Bug. What a man. Gus refound his passion for it or something. But it's a good accomplishment, actually. Yo. That's a powerful discography. Let's take this into the lightning round. Uh, yeah. Wait, we're... did just say it. We have to establish who won that. <laughs> oh. I the Bolton one, the Dark Horse. Wait, bro. Oh, my <laughs> oh the, wait, the, whole thing the, the man, the man with the beautiful golden locks. He doesn't have them anymore, though. But come on, it's that's it's Michael Bolton Michael. via 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 Spotify algorithms. Yes, yes. Put that out there. Okay. Also via the hair, though. The hair. I mean, I'm uh, I'm biased towards Bolton just for those press picks. Those are just it's pretty good. Top tier. No, it's pretty good. Yeah. I want to see and the man is just singing from the heart too. Oh yeah. I want to see a picture of Luther with Michael's hair photoshopped onto him. Mm. It's gotta be something. Did Luther ever have long hair? No, no, well, I mean he had he had that Jerry curl that was 
that's as close as I mean, it was kind of like it was just, just it wasn't like a yeah, it was still a fade. It didn't though. have it, a, it didn't have enough yeah. length to it. My mom said she was so heartbroken when Luther Vandross came out as gay. And I don't know if you guys have ever watched like Luther interviews, but I'm mm-hmm. like, mom, how how did you not so, see like, it? Oh my god, people were surprised about Liberace. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, mom, that Luther was paying attention. Yeah. Just blown yeah. away. Blown, blown away. Man. Mind blown. I'm Her like chances were shot. That's <laughs> not a <laughs> no. Sure, <man. laughs> you watch that yeah. uh, Arsenio interview. I'm like. He's wearing all sequence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a red flag back then, apparently. <laughs> yeah, they missed that red flag for sure. Yeah, people didn't he's, think he's just he's Yeah, he, he, was. Right. he was. He was really sassy with it, too. Yeah, he basically was Sylvester, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> your, mom was like, your mom was like, I just want to have a talk. I just want to have a talk. Let me say something. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to finesse Luther? Yeah. <laughs> let me just say something. No, let me just say something. Let me have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Finesse and Luther. That's funny as fuck. Yo. Uh, oh, lightning <laughs> round. Let's go. The lightning round. Patrick, it's a this or that. You can tell us as little or as much as you want about your choice. You're only keeping one. Let's start with this. Steely Dan or Gangstar? I gotta go Steely Dan. Okay. I think so. Um, the Roots or N-E-R-D? That's... So just picking... <laughs> wait, just picking one of these, like, erase them from history, erase, like, their legacy and their influence, or is it just something that I want to listen to? Or is that up to me? You can only... That's up to you. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go any ID. Okay. Uh, Fergie or Lizzo? Fuck. <laughs> that is right. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn! I don't. I don't want to pretend to like either one more. <laughs> That's tough. Let's go Fergie for the legacy. And Fergie for that NBA Finals rendition yes, yes, of the yes. national anthem. Because yes. that's my favorite thing to listen to in the world. I've listened to that shit brushing my teeth. I love that video. It's so bad. It's the craziest thing that's happened in the Nick, last couple of years. I know Nick has to say something Yeah, Nick, what's this? up, Nick? Okay, what's up? I just know. I just love Fergie clips. They're hilarious. She has so many moments that are just hilarious yeah um yeah. that and the front flip cartwheel while singing is oh, still that my was, favorite i had that in my head that that was lady gaga or something that's you're no right. that's Fergie. No. The, yeah that's i, I know this because I, I, I don't know why i watch that video at least 15 times a year <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know why anytime like the cut version comes on and it just loops i just like get hypnotized <laughs> and i watch it for like 20 minutes it hypnotizes you it's it's insane i'm pulling up this clip right now she's just yeah i have to load it up here. too <laughs> just <that's laughs> oh my god oh no rearing up at least she tried 
<laughs> like with the audio too. Well, um, yeah, I didn't really. I mean, the audio in it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel oh, like she's singing she... with it too. Oh, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to hold the. Oh, note she too, and then she does it again. I forgot. Yeah, does, she does. She does it twice, and then turns around and does it the other way. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, I'm killing this shit. Right now. It's yeah. funny because on the second, <laughs> like she, the mic kind of goes away from her mouth. It's like, I can't live without those two clips. I can't live without those two clips. You know, she gets back to the green room and she's like, Beyonce can never. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to say that was that was the vibe after the national anthem too. She was just like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> "I did that." Nobody's no. ever done it like that. No, that's true. America, right? That's like that's like nine a.m. You're pulling that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you Leather think Michael Jackson's gonna do that? No, you solidified yourself <laughs> as one of the greats. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it was probably like eight eight thirty in the morning when <laughs> one hand, one handed cartwheel front flips just yeah. like yo just in the green room points. Like, she gets points there is that one time she peed her pants oh my god on stage that yeah. was great that was great and kept going She's great, man. Was that <laughs> One thing about was was that no, I, I don't know. <laughs> One thing about Fergie is she's gonna fucking go for it. <laughs> I mean, that's she's the only her all, man. Wait, wait, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta address something real quick. This is this is a next level of setting a statement when you pee your pants to set the statement <laughs> when you're like, yo. I'm gonna piss my pants right here just to teach you a fucking lesson. I bet that's what she talked about with with uh, Will I Am and what's his name? Apple? Yeah, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I totally what's his name, Nana? <laughs> hey, give Apple. my man here, grab what, a Is it his name Apple? Yeah. His name is Apple. What's the long haired one's name? What's it's, funny is Apple is the like, one that I feel like everybody forgets. Really? Oh, the, long, the long hair is like taboo. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Man. That's so funny. What's his name? Apple. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> what is this guy's name? She's back there like, yo, it's guys. Yes. That's so funny. She's telling them she's going to do it. She's like, I'm going to fucking be my man. And they didn't ask for it. <laughs> They're like, yeah. Fergie, don't. They're like, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. She's don't like, I'm gonna fucking do, do it. I'm gonna fucking do it. Yeah, they got us talking. I'm gonna assert my dominance. That's She's like, and I'm it. not, and I'm not gonna let you know what time of the show I'm gonna do it either. Yeah, yeah. Don't slip. <laughs> Watch your step. Hold on. What song was it during? Do you know? I, let me do a number yeah, crunch. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, that's that's such a power move. It is. That's like crying on command. I hope it was to Lady Humps or whatever that song was named. Lady Humps. Yo, if you're standing in line to get your uh, Black Eyed Peas name and they come down to you and you're like, 
you know, we're just gonna call you Apple. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be okay with it. He, he he barely says a word though. So yeah, like, like, yeah. Uh, he's in the press shots. I don't recall a single lyric from him ever. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets up there and dances dope. Yeah. Yeah. Here is a cool hair. Here's a here's a quote. <laughs> I'm running on and we jump and we do let's get it started. And I get crazy and I jump and I run across the stage and my adrenaline was going and gosh, she explained. I wish it didn't happen. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> and gosh. It just and, gosh and, and just gosh. Oh, gosh. Yo, how do you top that, though? Uh, the national anthem. Do the NBA national anthem. Yeah, that, that topped it. Yeah. That'd be the only way. You're yeah. like, you know, y'all remember me from peeing my pants, but wait till you see this. Because, I mean, th think about this, though. She, in front of... All these athletes, she was trying to prove a point by saying, hey, Marvin Gaye did the national anthem for the All-Star game, and it was the best rendition ever. So I was inspired to do it like that. If you like Marvin, you're going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> she hit us with like a timepiece, too. It was Shit, like the Marvin Gaye estate should have sued her. Not Pharrell and Robin Dick. What the hell? Can't even talk the wrong people. Can't even talk about that. No, we can't. No, we can't. They're gonna sue us now. Fuck. Warren. Warren, I hope you got some money for us. Yeah, I hope you have some money aside for that. Jesus. Yo. Uh fuck. All right. I'm just thinking about the front flips now. The car flips, man. I can't. I'm telling you, they're hypnotizing. Yeah, I can't if, you the, if you get the cut where it's the four in a row, I mean, you yeah, will look up and it'll be sundown. You're like, where the fuck did my day go? Could you imagine seeing someone DJing doing that while they're DJing? Just like, I'm gonna start peeing my pants and doing car wheels during sets. No one will forget that. That'll be talked about forever. Forever. Look, start doing acrobatics. Pissing in my pants. <laughs> That's foolproof right there. That's 2021 branding. Let's go. That's 2021. Yeah. You been in quarantine for a year. Wait till you see this. Brand. Yeah, this is what I came up with. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna love this. Back to the drawing board. Yeah. <laughs> um, the baby or little baby? The baby. Okay. I mean. There's something, uh, every song is starting to sound the same. And not like, you know, but like literally, there's some of them that are like, the, the flow has even the same, even falls off the grid the same way. And my favorite thing ever is when he talks about switching the flow up and bop, and then mm -hmm. proceeds to have the same <laughs> flow for the rest of the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that, but I do, I mean, I don't know. I, I love that shit. That's just like uh, that's just like Kendrick on um, fucking problems. Yeah, he says, uh, "Ain't nobody dresses fresher than me or dresses like me." But in the video, all three of them were dressing yeah. the same. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it was like a PA that brought that up during the shoot. <laughs> yeah, right. Or something, and they were just like, "That's too late." It's too late. <laughs> we, too already, late. <laughs> we already got it. 
We we got him for twenty minutes. We got to get the shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diddy or Rick Ross? See, this is one of those contributions to the culture versus music. Actual skin, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Diddy, Diddy was important for I feel like New York culture, but Ross, something about his voice is like that. That always sticks with me. I'm a, I'm big on like the timbre of people's voices. Well, he, he and okay. Diddy can question. barely rap. Too. Here's my question for you, though. Okay. So, you said about the baby, he keeps the same flow. Rick Ross keeps the same entire flow his yeah. entire career, and he's made it a staple. And it sound it's the same flow, but it sounds different each album, which is weird. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, I wouldn't overanalyze the same the same flow because mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of artists that, I mean, that it becomes like a staple at a certain point, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but Ross, I'm, it's kind of the same reason I like like Ferg and Maxo so much. Just the the the, the timbre of their voices. Yeah, it lends itself so well to like fucking with those acapellas for like edits and stuff is so fun. Just because mm -hmm. they have such distinct voices and just the mm -hmm. the Ross. Oh, this might yeah. like my favorite ad lib ever. I think same same. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe for that that alone, he gets the points. These are yeah. wild. Here's the These thing are about wild either ors too. Right? Yeah. Here's the thing about keeping the same flow though. So Ross wrote for Diddy on Diddy's last album. And it's Ross's flow. Yeah. Because I, I that's what I'm saying. I think he has to like <laughs> gotta hear give that. him that like the instructions are that specific. Yeah. Where he has to give them <laughs> like every part of it i can't just give him lyrics and have him figure out his own shit he, yeah yeah right. give him like a demo track yeah mm -hmm. and just follow it like you're tracing you think you think diddy was rapping on top of the demo and then they just cut the demo out and they're like all right this is i think right. you got it i think you got it this close? time yeah <laughs> no. there was a tweet i saw the other day that was uh it was the baby and he goes who i gotta talk to to get jay-z on a song and somebody responded jay-z now rapping on those rocky and bullying <laughs> <laughs> there's been a couple like the last samples that have been on his records have been like wild wild choices mm -hmm. <laughs> bullwinkle bullwinkle has been said that Yo, uh, somebody tweeted the uh, baby featuring <laughs> Jeff <Jackson> Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo. Uh, okay, Bowie or Queen? I feel like either one, either choice is bound to someone off to their core but mm -hmm. personally just the music i've connected with more over my life i gotta go queen i think okay i don't know they yeah i don't know just like yeah like freddie as a artist i've always i feel like i've known better throughout my life than bowie i never i, I didn't have the proper bowie education or anything coming up yeah 
I mean, it's it's Freddie Mercury at the end of the day, and it's like that's what I'm saying. Even mm-hmm. if either way you pick this, this was one of those that I feel like either way you pick, you're not wrong. And there's yeah. no wrong answers per se, but also it's Bowie versus Freddie Mercury. Who yeah, won. picking between like two monoliths. Yeah, I feel like Mercury's kind of at the top of the totem pole on any monolith list. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's no, it's true. Wrong, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I gotta go clean. Weekend or party next door? Weekend. I just, I, I, I love that dude's voice. All these, these new records that he's doing that are really like just straight 80s pop songs. Yeah. Somehow, yeah. like it, it, it lends itself. So I'm kind of glad that he like switched it up from the kind of like from the dark druggy after the, yeah the real dark and like Reesey kind of trippy slow mm-hmm. trap stuff to where it's at now i think it's a good evolution and like his voice works so well for that yeah picture. yeah and that's it really does was cool as fuck. that yeah, album was fucking great yeah um, that tour travis that tour next year so um after hours i think in 2022 is After it 2022? Like the whole arena tour? Yeah, I think it, it got pushed back to. Did it 2022? Like it okay. January. Yeah. Gotcha. <clears throat> yeah. yeah we, we've seen the promos going up in Portland with the billboards and whatnot. Dude, yeah. he, he can. Like, I've seen him before a couple times. He puts on a fucking show, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, he can hold, hold that, like, he can hold his voice live, too, which is always. Yeah. Impressive shit to me. He's, he's really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, he's getting better too. I like, I like his output more every time. Mm-hmm. Travis Scott or Future? Travis. Okay. Feel like easy one. Yeah. Okay. Again, well, the tra- I feel like Travis maybe it's at least to me. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It sounds like he puts a little more thought into into his albums and concepts. Mm-hmm. And um. Some of some future albums kind of sound like the uh, like the B roll for the last album a little bit, mm-hmm. but yeah, Travis like as like a a full audio visual experience. Everything done with like Astro World and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, I think he's I think he's killing it. Yeah, he's dope. And if Christopher think- Nolan likes him. I like him too. Hey, true. You like Christopher Nolan? I think yeah. other people it's- bring out the best in future. Yeah, yeah. For for like move that dope for um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, new level. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. Um, yeah. He he as a feature he's like, bar nine. But um, oh shit, who's uh? Did, does Metro do like all his production now? I um, think so. for the most part. For the most like part, the majority be, of production. Yeah. Yeah. One more layer of like conceptualization or quality control before they pick the songs for the albums, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems mm-hmm. like so, sometimes they kind of roll into each other and they're almost all the. I, forget, I think the last album of his that I was to was, I think, the same tempo mm-hmm. thing and mm-hmm. the same kick and clap and hi hat samples. Mm-hmm. It was odd. I was like, what are we? Fix the peaks and valleys. And right, right, right. Like Travis is real good at that. Like, yeah, because 
Travis really arranges the album very well. Yeah, it, it's good, almost good like flows to it. Yeah, it's almost Kendrick esque where it kind of mm-hmm. does feel like a like a play or an opera or something. It has these weird yeah. like <clears throat> starts and I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like, like you said, Kendrick and uh, what's his face? Yeah, Kanye, my my dark beautiful okay, fantasy. Yeah, like that. The king of the play. Like yeah. you know, the album, the album's a play. Mm-hmm. Yeah different scenes and it's yeah mm-hmm. like something like this kind of set the framework for all of that shit yeah. everything that's coming after it like astral world all of that mm-hmm. <clears throat> but also yeah. you're working with mike dean so you're gonna get oh true you're gonna yeah from the yeezus album from yeah production stuff like that so mm-hmm. um acdc or guns and roses acdc they like i think back in black was the first song i ever heard when i was like nine i was like i'm gonna play music now i just i just wanted to like be able to bang that out on my shitty little ibanez so bad that it was like the first time i was like i i don't know man that that's just just thumps i just love like the the common thread of acd it's just like a bunch of like open chords yeah on like a 404 beat just, uh-huh. they hit so hard and it was the first concert i ever went to like with oh, my dad shit. when i was like 10. Oh, and we shit. drove we drove all the way to madison and parked in an empty parking lot and like walked across the highway to a stadium where no one was at just to find out that they rescheduled for like a week later <laughs> no. and we're like it somehow didn't pick up on that that we were the only ones <laughs> for like a two mile radius walking up <laughs> Yeah, it was like Brian Johnson got sick, come back in ten days. It said that on the paper. Oh, and this was before oh. we could check for updates online or something. Yeah. But then yeah. we went back and it was my first titty cam. It was a good time. Nice. Yeah, nice. So ACDC is like a big part of me just getting, yeah, getting really into playing music. Mm-hmm. I remember that go so era. Hard. There's there's yeah. the era of not knowing that the show is canceled mm. until you kind of yeah. like find out <laughs> like mm. <laughs> you, find, you find out after the three four hour drive now like, that literally never, yeah now that would never happen no. like uh-huh. tweeting people are on instagram whatever i was in new york in like 2003 no 2004 maybe and we we're supposed to go see i was supposed to go with my aunt to see gavin DeGraw. Mm-hmm. And he canceled, <laughs> and I was so distraught. I'm not even a Kevin DeGraw fan. And I was so distraught by the thought of not being able to go to a concert after you've hyped yourself up through the roof. Yeah. Never again. Never. Yeah. <laughs> I am, I'm taking a hardline stance. If he ever comes into town, I'm not going to see the show. <laughs> not because I would or I wouldn't. But because of that cancellation, is this your longest get... standing grudge? Gavin <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not letting my shit go. You gotta let it go, Colin. Gavin DeGraw did nothing to you, man. Gavin DeGraw's in town. You're like, mm. yeah. I, 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 I bet Fuck he Gavin is. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. 
We'll see if he's in town. <laughs> in, in the back of the crowd, like, oh, look who decided to show up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Yeah. I feel like Gavin remember, always comes here. Yeah, remember <laughs> Gypsy New York in 2004? <laughs> People are like, what? This, is, this man's on drugs. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, that, that might be the most unhinged grudge I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but I respect it. I respect your commitment to it. You have to. Well, <laughs> We'd love to have you on the show. Um, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin uh, is not listening to our asses. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Gavin's not listening. Um, Phil Collins or George Michael? George. Okay. Uh, just for... I don't have the uh, the deepest understanding of their discographies, but for just like that, what's the Wham Christmas song? Oh, yeah. Last Christmas. Last Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Um, that just. I mean, I feel like all these have like it's classic, tiny little reasons for it, but that's last last Christmas bands. Mm-hmm. Banger. Yeah. Oh, we love. Oh, the songs. It's gonna oh. take dog dance. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'll ask two more. Um, and then we'll wrap up the lightning round. Prince or Michael Jackson? This is like Bowie or Queen, kind of. And again, Michael Jackson music was just a little more present, like, throughout my, my life. Mm-hmm. And... It's not, like, Colin, you might know. It's not me if I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I feel like his like production, his output was a little more consistent. And I kind of... I already know I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I got to... I mean, Michael Jackson <laughs> music is just ingrained in me. Yeah. I mean, Yeah, that's true. But same with Bowie. Like, I feel like you need a proper Prince education course. There's no wrong answer, but your fans will be holding you to this for the rest of. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's no wrong answer except for both of them are wrong answers because there's going to be someone's going to get pissed at. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. No matter what. I Um, my only my only wish is for people to come up to you at a dubstep festival now and be like, "Yo, Michael or Prince, really?" Yeah. And just banging dubstep, excisions on stage, CO2 cannons, the whole works. Yeah. Like, they're like, yo, you didn't like the Hercules soundtrack? <laughs> I feel like, is now, is now really the time? That's what comes yeah. yeah. Can we really talk about time. this later? Yo, Doug the Bug? Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's going to be a lot of Doug the Bug fans coming out of the woodwork. They're not going to be happy yeah. with any of this. Just scoffing at you at at a dubstep concert. Yeah. <laughs> the Doug the Doug oh. the Bug cult is going to come out. This first of all, guy. Doug the Bug was a fucking instant classic. <laughs> <laughs> you guys realize the planes are going to go up through the roof after this episode? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. God damn it! Where's my check? Let's go. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, we end the lightning round with this every week. Steely Dan. No, Steely Dan. It's early. It's early. We already did Steely Dan. Hollow yeah. Notes. Hollow Notes or Outcast. Outcast. Okay. Easily. 
I think so. And again, this is just the, the music that was present throughout my life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like they both broke ground, but something about Outkast was, I just love how much they don't give a fuck about staying relevant. They don't, they don't like playing shows or any of that. Like they're just like permanently in the zeitgeist just mm -hmm. from being so weird and like, yeah. They're so much more influential than people realize. I think too. It's like I feel like Outcasts. You just have to, you know, maybe get a hold of Andre three thousand and hope he shows up. <laughs> He's like hard to get a hold of. I feel like, but what's what was that like? There was like that year where people just would like see him on the subway and on the sidewalks mm -hmm. a lot, <laughs> and he was just like apparently walking around New York. Yeah, uh, like just. Pretending that he wasn't famous for like Pretending a year straight. His name is not Andre Three Thousand. Yeah, he's doing <laughs> real modest shit, like paying for coffee. <laughs> he's yeah, playing. I, I, he, well, he, yeah, oh yeah, playing yeah. the flute in the park, mm -hmm. like like leaning up against a tree with his bike or something, right? Yeah, he's the one that's always hard to convince to play shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the fact I feel like them doing that kind of <clears> like festival headline run. 2014 or whatever was mm -hmm. kind of felt like the last time they'll ever do it mm. but i don't know i mean because before that wasn't it like like a 10-year drought almost of yeah no something like that. Am I wrong about that some yeah he like popped up on like two songs i think i think he did the frank ocean song and then like, yeah i think recently he popped up on he's on somebody's album i can't remember whose it was yeah, yeah it seemed like a, a an odd feature too like just kind of yeah maybe like an odd future tyler somebody recently he was on tyler's no. last album wasn't he yeah he's on tyler's album. yeah that's who it was he yeah was the, new, the new tyler no the last one. Oh, the, the last one. The, yeah uh igor what, uh, flower boy or igor, igor. igor. I, yeah igor yeah I'm with sure. the with the pink pink background yeah right, right, right. <laughs> also i mean that's my that might be my favorite tyler album igor this new one is sick, though. This new one is so good. And I haven't gone through the new one. It's no Igor, though, but it's it's fucking yeah. good. I need to check it today, I think. Or, yeah. this might be controversial. Igor is a masterpiece. It's not, there's nothing controversial, controversial about that. <laughs> I do not you? think that's controversial at it's all. It's controversial that Igor you think is, it's controversial. That's great. That's a great okay. problem. problem. I think it's a masterpiece. But I also... Love Flower Boy. I think Flower Boy is a great Boy album too. Up is is very high up there. And I think Tyler can pivot better than most artists in, in the playing field. Because he can drop something like Lumberjack and then he can drop something like Earthquake. And his fucking range in between those two is mm -hmm. like whoa, like super yeah. hard. Or like way down, you know, like he did Yonkers, and it's like if someone was a fan of like just Yonkers, and they're like, "This is what I want from him." Like, I want the Griselda type heat, boom, boom, boom. Everything after that, they're like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on here?" Yeah. yeah. Like, but if you were like, "Yo, I want something like Earthquake," and then you go back to Yonkers, you'd be like, "Who is this? The same fucking guy?" Right. You know. It's, yeah, it's like. 
It's, right. it's hard to establish yourself so that those jumps don't feel weird. But the fact that everything, all, all the, the, the the shifts that he makes sound natural. Mm-hmm. Speak to, and I feel like that again. It's just the attitude of like how little fucks he gives mm-hmm. about what anybody thinks. Like you just gotta like radiate that, and then yeah. nothing feels nothing feels off brand. Yeah, because he could have gone with the Yonkers sound for his whole career, probably. Mm-hmm. Been happy with it. I like. I mean, I feel like he and I feel like he kind of went back to it with Lumberjack. Yeah, that sound. Yeah, Lumberjack kind of like goes back to like him rapping. Yeah, which in my opinion isn't his like strong suit. To be a hundred percent honest with you, I don't think he's like the strongest rapper ever. But he's good enough, and Mm -hmm. he's an amazing producer. That that's kind of the star of the show. Yeah, he even talks about like how Cherry Bomb was kind of like a flop in this album. And it was more like a creative point where he was changing. Mm. And he's going from like making solid, just rap songs. Cause I mean, he wasn't, he was doing Frank stuff too early on, mm. but like, you know, making like a musical change to where it's like, all right, well, I want to get more melody and chords and in my music. And so Cherry Bomb was kind of like a weird album that, didn't really hit mm. so he talks about how the pivot was there and then we got um what was flower boy after flower that boy. And that was uh-huh. um, sick mm-hmm. so i think cherry bomb if you listen to it you could hear like going from the odd future stuff into into the, what he's at tyler now. what we know now yeah dang i have to yeah i have to go back and re-listen to that then i'm real curious to see how that how that change happened yeah. it's messy but it's you know yeah it's, it's, that's part of it yeah. He's fucking dope, man. He's so and like and like Love even like the the side project like Loiter Squad, the TV is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like TV show, like, like everything this dude hops on is just he's dope. He's man. fresh as fuck too. Everybody dresses like him. Every time he drops an album, everybody starts dressing like him. It's it's part- bomb, I don't mean to call it messy, like it's just not his best and like i think we, yeah beamer. i love you remind me of my beamer that's like my one of my favorite Tyler just, songs yeah it's on that album yeah i got a question for the for the panel um what what is it about artists around that age of tyler and mac and maybe maybe even a little bit of anderson pack pock and um you know, even Bruno Mars with their with their Silk Sonic stuff, when they they're they're making this pivot to more of a kind of like a soulful sound, uh, jazzy kind of like jam. Like when when you're when you're live, yeah. when you're at their live concert, you know they could just jam out on a song, uh, and on the song that was on their mm-hmm. album that they had you know pivoted to this this jazzy kind of new disco feel. Um, what what is it about that that age group that that's making that pivot to to that sound? I feel like a lot of guys feel like they pigeonhole themselves when they blow up real quick on kind of uh, like a more modern hip hop sound, and it, especially like because all their ages, it feels like the stuff that their parents played when they were kids. Mm-hmm. Once they once they feel a little stuck, they just want to revert back to the stuff they heard in their living room. And that seems to be what. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is mm-hmm. like the the nostalgia thing. I think has been really strong and really well executed the last couple of years, right. especially with all those guys. Like 
especially like Bruno bringing back like New Jack Swing. That specific '90s sound. Yeah, it's like really unexpected, but he pulled it off. He did. He did so well. With the exception of Mac, all those guys are all California guys. Like, yeah, it's that good weather. It's that. It's what the culture is and what the the culture is musically. Mac made that pivot when he moved. But Mac moved. That's, That's what I'm gonna say. When that is interesting. I I started liking Max's music when he moved to Cali. Hmm. I wasn't I wasn't really into him then. Before then, that's you know when he started fucking with Thundercat mm-hmm. and and all those other guys. That whole camp, like Tyler, Thundercat, Matt, um, all those like everybody that was in that group, like yeah. just made. It's like an I don't know if they have a name, but they're kind of like a Soulquarians type group where mm-hmm. they were just. Influencing, and then they all had their own camps with like right. Odd Future is huge and has like if you look at the guys in Odd Future, they're not they don't all make the same type of rap. And right. Like, um, no, they're all so different. They're all so different. That's like, cool yeah, like the branding it. made it seem like they were all kind of like on the same like wild goofy shit, but like their music was totally different from each other. And, and then when the group broke up, they all started doing their own thing. And like, then all of a sudden you're getting different acts of fucking with them. And so the network is huge. And I think that California influence really did like that age group too. I don't know what it is, but they sound that influence just worked. It's the right shit at the right time. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to see where they're going now, like the internet and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is odd future. Say what? I think there's a lot of people listening to selection too. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because you can't be like fireworks, club, boom, boom. You know, mm-hmm. like the whole time, like people are leaving the club and they're like, yo, what do you want to listen to? And they're like, yo, put on selection or put on, you know, yeah. like Rubio Sound or whatever, you know. Yeah. And people were like, all right, I'm I'm fucking with this realm of music here, but I can also grab all of these bands over here that aren't going out to the club that are just smoking or chilling or whatever, surfing, and they need shit to listen to too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's feels, where Matt wrote that fine line right there. Mm-hmm. It feels like they were covering their bases because they made, I feel like they all started off with kind of the hype club shit, like the, the party stuff. And they wanted to still be in listeners ears on like the mm-hmm. drive home, like you're saying, or on like mm-hmm. the Sunday after the Saturday. And it's, yeah. I don't think it's that like cold and calculated industry equation type shit, but I think that, you know, they're just trying to offset the hype shit a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. They're probably just were driven to it after. It's going really hard with hard music, tires your ass out. And you want to do something a little, a little different right after. Yeah. If you, you can get a chill forth. song that sticks, you're good. Like, if oh, you yeah. can like not a club song that fucking sticks, where people run your shit back multiple times, mm-hmm. you're good. And I think that's extremely hard to do. I think Tame Impala does a great job of that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like driving around, and you're like, I just want to listen to Tame Impala. Anything, yeah. anything. Exactly. But you mm-hmm. can be there at the show with the fireworks and the explosions or whatever, and you're like, I'm listening to the same shit, and yeah. it's going off, and everyone's dancing, having a good time. So I think you know who's the master of that, though? The boy. Drake. Drake, yeah. The master. He's the cheat code. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. He it covered all his bases all of them. early on. Yeah. And like continues to. That's that industry shit though. That part's that industry. Yeah. For- uh, yeah. Drake, Drake just takes something that's popping and he finds a young guy that's doing the future shit and then just rips him off. So yeah, of I mean, he's he good at that. Still got to deliver though. He's not. He's not inventing anything. He does. He just, he deliver he just, it though. He, he just finds the kid that invented it, and then it's like, hey, let the, me do that, that kid couldn't deliver it like Drake can. Well, because he's fucking Drake. Exactly. He's the artist of the decade. Let's like, go. Yeah. If Michael Jackson wants yeah. to do your song, you let him do it. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. I, I feel I like that, that half of like being half of it is just being ahead of the game, and he always is. Like he snuck into mm-hmm. the into like the grime scene yeah. right before like even Skepta got a visa to come over here, I think. And then like <laughs> suck into the South shit and the Florida shit. Like he's, I don't know. I feel like that's all of it. I feel that though. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'll give him who, that. It's like, who's the last he'll insert artist? his interest into things and then make us like it. Yeah. Which is good. Cause he kind of brings these like lesser known subsets and music cultures mm-hmm. to a Drake sized audience. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that can't be a bad thing. Even and early on, right. like doing the Slum Village stuff, like when he was doing all the yeah. cover, not the covers, but like the early mixtape stuff. When he yeah, was over those, right. Movies. And more importantly, he delivers whenever he kind of does his shit. He's like, delivers, man. He's consistent as fuck. Delivers. We were talking about this the other day, uh, Travis and I, and I do want to bring this up. There are a couple artists in music that when they release something, they shift, they shift the entire industry. Hey, and when yep. something comes out, everyone just goes, Zhoo. I'm talking Skrillex, I'm talking Kanye West, I'm yeah. talking Drake, artists like that. Adele. But, uh, yeah, Rihanna. Rihanna, yeah. What, what <clears throat> is it about those artists that makes you follow that shift? I think that's like what Goshfather was talking about. Like, instead of making like it, uh, the next the, the next version of the big thing. Mm-hmm. So like when the big thing happens, you're not making like, you know, right. the such and such type beat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you just go off your own grid. I think of like influences of people like, like Billie Eilish, who's like changed the way female vocalists sing now everybody yeah. has a cadence like billy yeah now. and there's people who like maybe before her were maybe doing i don't want to like coin her as the first but like you know like claro with the bedroom pop stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. now everybody sings in that cadence like mm-hmm. smr pop yeah like yeah. everybody kind of sings with that cadence now like female vocalists and those so now it's like you know it's cool when you hear it but like that you're not going to be the biggest thing by continuing that you have to do yeah. the new even, your thing mm-hmm. yeah even stuff that feels like it's like oh this is this came out of nowhere this is the new thing like she kind of even her like pronunciation of words was a little bit lordish or a little ellie goulding-ish yeah yeah and even like i was kind of mentioned skrillex like he clearly did something that no one did before but it was still like it's it, any step in innovation feels like a tag team race like someone does something and there's that small period where they're both touching the baton and like like skrill took a lot from rob swire and a mm. lot from noisa mm-hmm. 
just amped it up to a mm -hmm. new level. And then kids did that with Skrillex's music too. And like, it feels like it's a constant handing of baton. Cause I was trying, even we were talking about like Drake kind of swooping in on subsets. Like I'm trying to think of the last guy, if there's ever been an artist that has just started something from scratch and created a new wave, or if it's always like a little bit of an influence from something else. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think it usually I, is. Yeah, I don't think there's any way for it. Yeah. Be, right? It's like, yeah, I can't, I can't think I mean, of the it, last time. And then, and then it's kind of hard for, for us as DJs to kind of answer that question because we're always listening to songs and like figuring out what song can we play with that, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, having yeah, like that, sounds like that fluid scope, like mm -hmm. kind of seeing, seeing all those shifts happen in real time, it makes it even blurrier, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I yeah. think the baby did that with his cadence, but then just stuck with it, you know? Yeah. Like, you're like, okay, no one sounds like this. Okay, you still sound like this. Okay, you still sound like this. And then it's like, okay. I think that in in its own little, you know, circle is like, when Migos dropped their shit, everyone wanted to rap like Migos. Mm -hmm. And now yeah. Migos are still doing their shit and people have since moved on to yeah. whoever the next cadence is, you know, yeah. like that. But even again, like people act like Migos, like Versace was the start of the triplet flow. But like, I feel like a lot of their influence came from like Bone Thugs and stuff. Uh -huh. like, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. That thing wasn't, that wasn't like a brand new thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Always, it's always exactly. interesting to me to try to like find the breadcrumbs mm -hmm. of like these shits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything, like, you know? like Ferg, when, when Ferg was doing that. But like, yeah. for, I don't know, the triplet flow, I wish, I wish I could do like a thing on trying to find like the, where it started, but Bone Thugs bone is the thugs. farthest back I can think. Yeah, but like, there's got to be something for that too. I'm they're sure. rapping, rapping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like Ferg was rapping, rapping, and and like not to say the Migos aren't, but like that's when things get a little more. I don't even know what to call it because I don't want to call it simple because they're still rapping, but it's not. Well, they, I feel <sighs> like they were smart with it though, because like Versace and Hannah Montana or whatever were kind of like these silly weird thing and i feel like mm -hmm. i feel like people got a bad taste in their mouth from those things like this isn't real like shut the fuck up this is i don't fuck with that no shit yeah because yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's they're just fun records mm -hmm. and migos can rap yeah. like, they're really they rap. really good they're really good now yeah. now especially now that they're not doing really like meme meme stuff exactly as much like they i think they got i think they're talented as fuck. Shit, avalanche is one of my favorite songs off that new album yeah. yeah there's there's a lot of those artists that kind of change things and pe like the wave kind of rides on what they do for a while like mm. he did that for a little bit a little bit yeah um, um he's kind of the king of that like that version of rappers like those like alternative new kids yeah with the yeah. auto-tune like with the like the 808s and heartbreak heavily heavy influence mm -hmm. he's kind of the king of those rappers to me mm -hmm. so. yeah no, I mean, it's it's interesting because with any of these acts, people are constantly having an eye on them. And like Skrillex can go radio silent for two years. Right. Anytime he, he drops, does it every time he does yeah, it every two well, years. Like, <laughs> Yo, and he's and that's not even his heat. Like, I can't even imagine the shit that he's sitting on right now yeah. where he's yeah. just all right. I feel like putting this out today. Yeah. 
that with nausea. You know, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel like supersonic is a heat check. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely you know? a heat check. Yeah, I think he had fun like producing for other artists for a minute, and then he was like, "I gotta remind you guys." Yeah. Who I am? <laughs> who the fuck like, I am? <laughs> but even then, that that record is weird as hell. It's like, I I, I feel like he. Uh, this book might be made up, but he, like, I feel like he has like a little self, uh, like presents himself a little bit for making so many people in dance music want to copy him. Mm. And he's like, been, I think he's, it feels like he's been trying to figure out what his next path mm-hmm. for his own shit is. Cause he's been producing a lot of stuff for other people. And it's all, he's a really, he's like my favorite producer, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, feel, I I get the sense that he's written like four albums and deleted them all. All like in the in the since like Recess came out, and I was like seven mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. But like, I want to I want to see what the next what the next wave is going to be. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be very supersonicish, very much like his uh, his like Pendulum remix, mm-hmm. kind of like that uh, Mumbai, whatever it's called. Yeah. I think it's going to be somewhere up along those lines. Mm-hmm. I think does, it's because that album still holds up so well. Recess, yeah. you can put recess on now and run it straight through. Every track is almost yeah. a completely different genre. Yeah, that's what's so interesting about it. Like, there's such weird so songs. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I can't wait to. I we need we need him to save the day. But when he does that, there's going to be a whole nother exactly five year five year chunk yeah. of people copying his shit. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, now, right now, you're kind of hearing uh, hearing the Fisher sound kind of kind of dwindle away a little bit now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's finally. Yeah, he, it's finally it's like he made he made Tech House like a big room. Type yeah, thing. yeah. Because all the big room guys started playing Tech House. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're fun. They're fun songs, but it's I don't know. I do hear a lot of like. A lot of house guys kind of breaking the wave though. They're making some interesting shit right yeah. now. Yeah. It's so funny to yeah. see how that went in way. It was like, all right, everyone's playing tropical house. Not everyone's gonna oh, try yeah. to sound like, you know, like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah, they went from black coffee to Fisher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah. I do want to talk about your music and uh, and what your last year looked like. Let's get into that a little bit. Um, I know you just dropped new music. Uh, I saw you post up on IG the other day. Tell us kind of what your what your last year in lockdown looked like. I mean, it was. I feel like for a life. It, once it slowly became clear this was going to be a real long-term thing like at first it was like almost kind of nice where it's like okay we have we have nothing to do but just create some more stuff and not really worry about shows or how crowds will react necessarily um but it yeah i, I think like everyone i got stir crazy and realized that i kind of needed crowd gauges mm-hmm. to f- realize what was like what was working or not because there's always stuff where I, I make it as like a throwaway or a dj tool or something and then that gets some of the better reaction or something i'm like nervous to play out even and that shit gets way better reaction than i 
would have thought. And like those those gauges are important to me. Yeah. yeah. But I have leaned towards like not not having to worry about playing stuff out. Like I've just had time to make some different shit. Like the the last one I put out is like a weird it's like real kind of Reese garagey mm-hmm. kind of housey vibe, which is maybe something I wouldn't have focused on if I had shows coming up all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of free a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I made a bunch of like just kind of ambient orchestral stuff and big trailer music and stuff. Like it's it just beats. It's been fun. Yeah, but I went fucking crazy towards the end, like waiting for shows to come back. Man, yeah, it was like it felt good just to get out. Mm-hmm. Where was your first show back? Uh, Dallas. Dallas, how was that? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. It was so, it, I mean, I think I had the, probably the, the most fun of anyone there, which was, <laughs> which is always a good thing, but like, I would just, it felt so good. Yeah. And it's weird, like com- coming out of the, I, I thought I'd be rusty coming back into it, but I, I think just like even the, the music that I'm making, I'm more into, and I just am in a better place, like physically and mentally, and it just, it felt more natural than ever. It was so good. And people mm. are just so happy to be doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just, it feels so good to have a bunch of people yeah. in one spot, just wilding out. Yeah. It's been good, man. I think it's, it's you know? crazy because kind of, there was so much static going on when you're playing shows, when you're touring, when you're hopping on a flight, you're coming home, you got to make music, you got to prep a set, blah, blah, blah. That all cleared out for a year. You have to catch your breath and now we're right back into it yeah as much as fucking possible but you came back a lot quicker than i thought yeah yeah it did right sounds and you're like okay cool like i played last night i played all right admittedly i'm a fucking <laughs> weirdo about this shit. i played for three and a half hours in a packed club i played at bounce last night and i was like okay not everyone's dancing I see people not dancing and my in my mental my perfect is I need everyone dancing as hard as physically possible for every single song or else it's a complete failure mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. absolutely I, st- I still get that absolutely yeah. you know and and that's such a fucked up skew of like a good nightlife experience when you see yeah. people like oh these people are drinking a drink and talking why are they not sweating on the dance floor? right <laughs> is that is that new for you though did that not used to bother you or have you always kind of like made sure every last person is in the it's, moment it's or is that or is that something that's like it's a, like a new back, you know yeah. like in the back of your head but i i think i think bef- pre pre-pandemic it was more back in the head yeah, you know, because yeah. people yeah. were so conditioned to go out and, and dance. Yeah, where now it's like, you know, we're we're playing it. We're playing at a spot where you have to sit down. You know, yeah. you have to sit down at the table, and it's like you're looking to see if somebody's bobbing their head. You're trying to look under the table to see if they're tapping their foot while still playing. Yeah. <laughs> Just let the song play out and like exactly. dive under it. Yeah, you better be moving. <laughs> it's just annoying as yeah. fuck. It's, it's, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if they don't know how to act, either, or if they're they're coming back in. I don't. I don't think they know how to act too. either. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone's finding their footing again, it's especially Portland. Portland's acting a fool out here. 
There's too there's yeah. too many shootings. There's too many stabbings out here. People don't. Yeah. People just need to settle down and just enjoy being back out. That's the biggest thing. Just dance. Yeah, <laughs> man. We lost dancing. Have you heard that song by Fred again? Mm-mm. Oh my God! You guys need to listen to that song. It's such a great song for coming out of this pandemic. Hmm. We lost yeah. dancing. Right, check it. By Fred again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think. Well, I will say this. I was at a festival yesterday. Um, I saw uh, uh, Tiesto at Pride in the Park. I saw 15, 20 minutes of Tiesto. Because uh, <laughs> you got rid of Grand Park is a <laughs> mud pit right now. Yeah. My yeah. shoes are destroyed. <laughs> to resod that I can't believe you park. still win, bro. Yeah, you know, like. <laughs> I mean, I guess you had to. You're out there. You had hey, to. You're not going to see Tiesto? Yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> But I mean, they know how to throw a party too. Yeah, yeah. Like I was gonna say, if anyone would be good at not giving a fuck and going back in full force, it would probably be Pride. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was, just was that the vibe? Yeah. Okay. That, good. Was, the, that was the vibe. Yeah. It yeah. was just. It was just all these really fit dudes sweating, <laughs> having a good time. I'm out here in a black t-shirt, looking like fucking a narc out here. <laughs> I've been too. I'm like, yo, let's go. Happy, happy Pride. Let's. This is fucking the best. I'm happy to be back out again. I will go see any live music now. If there's yeah. somebody up on stage smacking their shoes together, I'm happy to hear what tune you're playing. Man. <laughs> oh, shit, I've been locked in for a year. If you're playing spoons on your knee, I'm in the front row with a sign. <laughs> I'm like, yo, any live me, I'm buying tickets to shows in 2023. Yeah, you come to yeah, I'll fucking take three tickets. I don't give a shit. That's how I am. I saw uh I saw Betty Who yesterday. I didn't even know who Betty Who was until this show. Unbelievable show. She played before Tiesto. Tiesto smoked it. Wait a minute, is she related to Jessica Who? I don't think Shout so. Shout out, Jessica. Okay. Who? Shout out. Shout out. Um, the the, the, the CO2 going off, the confetti's going off, and I'm back here like rocking. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, if anyone sees me right now, they're going to be like, he lost his mind. <laughs> I'm having too much fun. You're a bear, man. You fit right in. Yeah, right. Oh, I fit right That's in. Really One of the boys, yeah. man. Everyone's so nice. <laughs> Why were they so nice to me? <laughs> Everyone's so nice. I love it. I had a, a blast. Shout out to Pride in the Park. They're back uh, today yeah. for recording with Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Um, and I heard last night um, my friends that were throwing the uh, uh, event. They said that Tiesto saw the lineup and said, I refuse to be billed above Shaka Khan. So shout out to him. Shout out. Uh, I like him. The more I hear about <laughs> random behind the scenes Tiesto shit, the more I like yeah. him. He is, he's a, he's a gem, dude. He's, the guy's that's been a legendary. 600 yeah. years, easily. Yeah. He's yeah. a fucking pro. Mm-hmm. His sets are good as fuck. Like he yeah, does. They are. He's fucking good, man. This is wild shit. I have to I have to fire this off real quick. This motherfucker opened up with the business, just teased the song. Let's get down to bed in the first five seconds. 
and then yeah. cut out of it and didn't even play the song. And people lost their fucking minds. And I'm over here like, I hate that song, but run it. I want to hear this thing. <laughs> but he did something say he knew you were there and he knew how to rope you in. Yeah. Play, yeah playing a song you didn't even yeah. like. Just yeah. enough. Five five seconds is all you can stand. Yeah, he 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 uh hit it real quick and looked at me and he saw I was like I was probably like trying to whistle. <laughs> yeah, you rather yeah. <laughs> hit him with it. <laughs> you know, and he was like, Okay, we'll run that back later on. I was out of there by then. I got seven inches of mud on my vans and I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. What a great time. Oh, that's great. We're back. We're outside. And I do I do want to talk about that too. Um Stratus, you're playing a music festival in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting out. This is the first festival back hey. for me. So this nice. lineup is dope. Tell us about that. So it's my, I, the, uh, the label I've been working with recently, Subcarbon, is owned by these guys, Ganja White Knight. And um, I just adore those guys. They, 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 they it's one of the, like the, a lot, a lot of labels will just be like, we'll distribute your shit for 50% of publishing. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing? But they, they have like an entire like audiovisual experience that they pump behind it. I mean, I got like a, a animated movie out of both of the EPs that I've released oh, with them. They're, and they're the shit, yeah. I mean, I did a little run with them right before the pandemic too. I mean, they're, they're the best. But they are hosting a stage there. So they have a bunch of subcarbon guys on that. I think there's a Dirty Bird stage too. And um, the lineup is cool as fuck to me. It's a lot of like current stuff, and then um, I think even like AKs on it. it it's just a. It, it should be cool as fuck. Yeah, I'm so yeah. excited just to the festival thing. I'm excited about like Dallas was Dallas was a really fun like intimate kind of show. Mm. This will be the first the first big stage bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at this I'm now. Pod so on stroke. Diesel Boy, DJ Dan, Croatia Squad, Feed Me, Ganja White Knight, Griffin's on there, Jai Wolf, Justin J, Troy Boy, mm. Rusko. Yo, you're just with all the hitters. Yeah. It's a versatile lineup. It's it's pretty goddamn good. That's it. It's, so, yeah. it's good enough to get me to drive out in a van to go to yeah, Salt that's, that's That's my favorite part, is that you're <laughs> <laughs> road tripping in a van out there. Yo, but you don't know now, man. Like after a year inside, I'm gonna show up wearing all dubstep merch. I'm gonna be jewel. I'm gonna get a jewel. I'm gonna be <laughs> just just a guy in the crowd. Light sticks, light sticks, light sticks. <laughs> yeah, this is your your enthusiasm is what is what we need. It's like I feel like everyone is kind of on that level, whether they know. Yeah. How to dance in public yet or not? Yeah. You're saying that some some events people are just like staring at the corner I think everyone's excited but we gotta remember how to be in public again. yeah exactly yeah. are you going to Lollapalooza or Riot Fest um, right, I do want to go see Nine Inch Nails at the least mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. Depend- I gotta double check on the dates off, but um, Lala I might try to weasel my way in there I, like that was the first festival I ever went to when I was like mm-hmm. 16 and mm. I've kind of made a point just to go with friends to fuck around. Who was headlining that year? year? The that year was the Chili Peppers and Kanye, I believe. Oh, or, two, or no, two thousand six. Okay. Or that might have been 07, That it was Chili Peppers and Kanye. 
Um, yeah. And Daft Punk too, or something. Yeah, yeah Daft Punk was 2007. Um, but the last couple of years, I've, I've been, I've probably been too old to just like loiter there for a while, but I feel, <laughs> I feel it. I feel it in my like heels getting all blistered. Yeah, and bring it back, bring it back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel watch. it in my heels. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I, might go, I know man. the feeling. I know the feeling. Staying around at a fucking festival all day. You're like, yo, my shins are killing me. Yeah, I yeah. know that feeling. Shin splints are flaring up. It's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> it can't, can't be doing two mile round trips to go from stage to stage. So <laughs> right. I'm not. I'm not built for this. That's, that's I wouldn't mind going though. Yeah. So, so the 20 year old festival experience. What would that look like? You wake up in the morning, you drink like what? Like some sort of off-brand vodka or some sort of- Soco. Soco was my 20-year-old drink for sure. Soco? (laughs) Soco and Crown Royal. And it makes just those words still- Oh God. They still haunt me. Yeah, I I had great taste. (laughs) It's just the two grossest options possible. It's terrible. (laughs) Yeah. You know, how uh, does soap become a thing where everybody's like, yeah, we'll take some soap. Just Crown Royal. No. Everyone was yes. drinking Crown Royal. And you're like, when you get older, you're like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why was that? <laughs> Grow the fuck up. Just drink some straight something real. Just not yeah. that. That's, like, why Soko? Just so drink whiskey. <laughs> it was just there. And then my, like, I got like, like indoctrinated and I was like oh Soko's my drink I guess or Crown Royal's my drink <laughs> just from just from it being present before I knew knew what I liked that's exactly how that goes you just you, it's present you can finish a glass of it and you're like well that's what I drink yeah, I, I like that yeah this, this was my choice <laughs> that's, that's what I like but, yeah. well, well. that's, that's stupid well, that's it, guys. I like Sambuca. I, I <laughs> drew the line. I had a I had a Zima last night. Yeah, that's where I'm in. Delicious. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Zima, man. You know, you know, you had it one time. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's this it. That's my, my drink. Buka boys. <laughs> <laughs> I remember though, like when you're young, you take all of those ideas into the bar. So I was like. <laughs> oh shit! What what is that blue vodka? UV blue? Yeah, I, I always drink that. You know, like order that at the bar, and the bartender is like, "Yo, man, like, let me get you anything else." Anything. <laughs> I need to see your ID, man. Yeah, yeah. And I was in the club for the first fuck three years, ordering UV blue and lemonade, just getting looks from the bartender. Where he's like, "They're like, I gotta make you a lemonade." <laughs> yeah, that's an that's an infuriating drink order. I get that. Be <laughs> like. Right now. Yeah, they're going to sneak away downstairs to make that. They can't be seen before that shit. <laughs> people people oh, are going to judge them <laughs> for making it for you. But you automatically assume that your nonsense drink is the most popular drink in the club. You're like, hey, you got a UV blue tea? Like, a what? <laughs> you have a what? You're like, uh. No, <laughs> that thing you do when you get to the bar and you're like looking up at the back wall, like, huh, looking for the UV. What should I order? And you're like, what are you looking at? Yeah. Do, you guys, do you guys know how to make a, a UV bar. blue? 
<laughs> yeah, do you know how to make a weave? My favorite. Sorry, I, we're on a fucking tangent now, but <laughs> my favorite is a um, when people order a gray goose and vodka. <laughs> gray goose and vodka. People order gray goose and vodka a lot in Vegas. That's really like cool. Grey Goose and vodka is a whole trip, and they're like, what? So I can't remember what club That's... did it, but they were like, we will serve you a Grey Goose and vodka for $100. They put it on the menu. They put Grey Goose and vodka $100. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Just a, a shot of Grey Goose and a shot of vodka brand vodka. Yeah. Like, just yeah, like it's just like Marnock yeah. or something. You just take it, take it literally and fucking give it to them. But I would drink like the stupidest shit. Like I I would I would go out and I'd be like, okay, cool. Because in Mexico, I had an electric lemonade with Midori Sour. And I was like, yo, let me get an electric lemonade. And the guy was like, yo, don't ever ask for that again. <laughs> I was like, all right. And so I like you only order drinks that you're comfortable saying out loud. Yeah, that's where you're, true. I'll, I'll take a beer, and then you get nervous. And I'm like, "What kind of beer do you want?" And you're like, "Something cold, man. Anything, <laughs> you know." And you're like, "Fucking give me something, please. Hurry." <laughs> like, yeah, I'm looking at me. You're looking at me. I'm holding up the line. My favorite, my favorite thing with like new drinking when you're like 21 or like is like you order drinks at like a restaurant or something like a specialty drink and you think that that's just what it's what it's called <laughs> yeah so do you order at the bar <laughs> <laughs> I, i'll never forget like my own my older homie i don't know why he did i look back and i'm like you're a fucking asshole like he didn't know what he was doing and he was like you got to get a strong island it's like a long island but stronger <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you guys have ever made drinks or know what goes into a Long Island, but it's basically four liqueurs and coke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> four, stronger. Four liquors and cokes. It doesn't get stronger than that. It's yeah, <laughs> that's like quintessential. Not knowing what the fuck you're talking about. Twenty at a bar. Yeah. It was like Long Island iced teas and like Soco lime, and I just didn't have the imagination to conceive of cocktails past that. I was like, that has to be all that exists. So it's one yeah. of those two things only. Like, we I get have... a strong island. And mm. I think by the time I ordered that for like the fifth time in my life, the bartender was like, that's not a fucking drink. <laughs> I like, feel like you're on a would... long island. I was like, no, a strong island. He's like, that's not a fucking drink. Yeah, strong <laughs> island deserves the biggest fuck you from a bartender. Yeah, like, like, of anything fucking... you could order. He's like, do you see? I have four bottles in my fucking hand. <laughs> I was yeah, like, you asked for light ice? I'm light ice. <laughs> oh, God, no. Give me light no. ice. <laughs> you get light ice, but you're still getting four ounces of fucking booze. <laughs> 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 you want it in a fucking clown cup, too? What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> happy Meal sippy cup. Speaking of, Speaking of Happy Meals. Hey, Segway Kings. Segway right. Kings. This is my favorite part of the show where I get to give out endorsement deals to all my fun DJ friends. Um, and the best part is it's going to be the restaurant of your choosing and your specialty meal. So what is your meal and where is it going to be? 
Is this like a last meal type of thing or just a... No, this is like, this is full like we're gonna get. the Stratus meal. We're going to sell it like BTS and Travis Scott at McDonald's. Like this is... Oh, shit. We're working. Mm-hmm. We're not... You're definitely not dying. This isn't it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> An execution will play. Uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> Same, same, but a lot more fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I gotta... Oh, this is hard. Do you, are you a fast food guy? Would... Do you eat fast food on occasion? I kind of... I kind of stopped altogether. Because McDonald's Smart. made me feel like I was tripping one time. Oh. <laughs> and, then, and I don't know if... I don't know if I... I don't know what to take away from that. But there was, yeah, one time five years ago, I had, I just faced McDonald's and then smoked a cigarette after. And I was like, I kind of want to die right now. That was so <laughs> Which is like, no shit. Like, just, yeah. Just double fisting the worst stuff for you. Turns out it makes you feel not good. You're smoking, but, the cheeseburger smoking. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exhaling cigarette smoke as you're still like, Powder <laughs> out of your teeth is like the most ranked fucking place to be. I can do better. I can do better. <laughs> even, even then, I was like, oh, "This, this might be the bottom right here." <laughs> um, what I would do? Okay, if we're going fast food, I would do somehow folding a Mexican pizza into a cheesy gordita crunch. Mm. That makes sense. If we're going like this, the Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah, route, we're doing your meal. That's it. I, I, I apologize to anybody who ever has to eat that, but that's my. <laughs> I mean, that kind of sounds bomb, to be honest with you. Fire. Oh, I'm not, not going to lie. What are we yeah. drinking? Dump a little Soko into a medium Pepsi. <laughs> that's the drink. There you go. You bring, bring your own Soko, though. <laughs> a little a little soco in a baja blast yes. <laughs> taco bell guys like get out <laughs> that's a baja blast your brains out <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Bring it full circle <laughs> yeah. speaking of full circle yeah terrible segue Still segue keys. If you love Marvin Gaye, wait till you hear Fergie. (laughs) (laughs) So we are we are developing our DJ biopic cinematic universe. Okay. So in this DJ biopic cinematic universe, who's playing Stratus? It could be anybody, dead or alive, musician, entertainer, you name it. I want to be really generous and say Tom Hardy, Hardy. Oh. but no way. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go the interesting route. Sick. Fucking. I don't know. I want to see. I want to see Jonah Hill do it. Ooh, actually, it's just not a bad pick. Let's see how it works. Yeah. I don't know who looked, I, I want to see how he I want to see how he I does. I want to see how he does it. Jonah, you're up. <laughs> he's got to go full method. He's got to yeah. change his look. Oh, yeah. No, you'd have to shift it a little bit, but that would be it. Honestly, 
He's got the chops. Oh. He could act. He we know that about him. He's versatile. He is. I feel like that's a... That Moneyball movie is a good movie, man. That's Jonah Hill from Moneyball playing me right now. Ooh, I like that. That's that's that good. I like that. Yeah, I kind of look the same. Wait, what have other people picked? I'm curious. Let's see, Bird uh, the, the best one for Peterson. Yeah, Bird Peterson picked uh, Idris Elba. <laughs> That's kind of her. Right? I changed my mind. Vin Diesel. Fuck that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who picked, did somebody pick Vin Diesel already? No, nobody picked Vin Diesel. I don't think Vin's in. Yeah, Vin's not in. You're in. All right, let's go. I claim, cool. I claim Vin Diesel. Got it. Family. Yeah, um, it's, gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be the theme. I don't have a choice. Yeah. You <laughs> no, drink Coronas. Guilty pleasure song that you always include in your sets. If you can sneak something off the wall and you're like, I'm going a different direction. Guilty pleasure. What song? Um, I I do like throwing people off a little bit. I snuck in like that final uh the final piece in hereditary and like the, the oh, training house that oh, really yeah. creepy but like fucking enormous i don't know how to describe it i like opened with that a little bit mm-hmm. for a second and i kind of i like doing that with random score songs or I've, I've put like strapping young lad records in the beginning of the sets i feel like that's the best way to sneak it in Mm-hmm. Or like a tempo change or something, just like play a little bit of a song that doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. Really like, like that's that's the way to put it in. I've stuck like sugar stuff in there before. A lot of metal or like score things. Okay. Mainly. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I have been trying to make a break stuff edit for you. That opening riff is still unironically just. Please, it rips. Please yeah. send that. Yeah. yeah, I know. I want I, I haven't figured out how to make it work yet because I just want to hear the opening part on loop for like two minutes. But I don't think that would fly. But We're bringing back a question we've asked multiple times on here, multiple times over. You are opening a nightclub. <clears throat> what is the name of your club, and who is your first act opening night? Name of the club is I Don't Want to Be Here. The <laughs> opening act, first Dang. night. If, I don't know, I'm, I'm a sucker for Joyride right now. Mm, he's, okay. Sick. Um, yeah. He's not even right now. I mean, for years, he's been like, he's been the most exciting dance producer to me. Hell yeah. For a minute. I just, he's just like precision, and like mm-hmm. perfect execution for me. He's, yeah, he's my favorite thing. Isn't he supposed to have an album with Skrillex? Was that a thing for a minute? An album with I don't know. I know they've like they've only released like one collab. I imagine knowing like how Skrillex works, especially they probably fucking wrote an album <laughs> and just yeah, I'm sitting on it. I didn't know. I didn't know. I never heard that that rumor before though. That'd be yeah. cool as shit. Like, they are a good combo as far yeah. as just like any. Any flow they come up with, like they're just, they know how to make simple ideas as mm-hmm. banging as possible. Mm. That's where the, they, they, there's like a similarity there to me, actually. 
think they've been complimenting each other pretty well. Mm. Yeah. Joyride's fucking uh, sick. Skrillex is fucking sick. Like, that's, that's, yeah, if I could come back and see a show, like, out of the gate, I would go see that. Like, sooner. Yeah. yeah, I need to go see a Skrillex show. We all do. We're all try- Everyone's trying all the time. It's really yeah, hard. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> It's like Frank Ocean. You're like, I would yeah. love to see Frank Ocean. Yeah, but you don't have a choice. We're never going to see Frank Ocean. Never. <laughs> yeah, it's not never, up to me. Never. It's not Never, ever going to see Frank Ocean. That's what I mean. I can't imagine, like, it was probably a hard sell to get him to commit to, like, Coachella. And then two years of him being able to, like, think about it, he's, right. he's going to be like, no. Yeah. Like, in the yeah, moment, I was probably. about to, and now he's like, I can't. Well, I, I can I, see I that. Was, I wasn't. I wasn't totally confident about him even being there, like regardless of the pandemic, because yeah, his brother had recently passed. Yeah. So like right before the original date. Yeah, like yeah, before the original date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I wasn't confident about him being there either. So yeah, it's weird. I want to see what he does if he. I want to see if he was actually in the lab putting together something. Yeah, oh, I don't know God, how. I wonder. Right. So, is he the type to play like works in progress and stuff like that, or is he? Is he wait till the project is fully realized and then I don't know. He's an enigma. He's like yeah, he is. He just puts out like lately. He's been putting out singles. Yeah. Yeah. Like he'll and they're not like for an upcoming album. Like, well, I say lately, but like these were like what two years ago he was doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Four years, he's probably, like, when did he's what, probably doing that for like the Coachella dates. Just to have oh, some yeah, dates. yeah, true. Like but now, I can, I can see him. I can see him backing out. Yeah. Oh yeah. For yeah, sure. I can see him being like, eh. yeah. <clears throat> it's Frank Ocean. I bet. I bet Frank doesn't even know that the world's open back up. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I don't know if he knew that it shut down time. either. Yeah. So you guys been in a what? A pandemic? Yeah. What is yeah, Frank. Yeah, he's already yeah, he's already shut, shut away. <laughs> yeah, in my room, his last single was 2019. Yeah, yeah. Damn, see, and I don't been... know if it's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about. I don't know if the rage, the rage stuff is gonna happen either. Because I, I got oh, yeah. tickets for that show that was like two years ago. Or no, it was a year ago at this point. But yeah. That whole thing got. I mean, what a, a shame that something as important as Rage yeah. coming back was just like, yeah, something about like the like the the flow of it and the, the impact of it. Just, well, I mean, like, no shit, everything got fucked up. But <laughs> yeah, pause. yeah. But that was like, I don't know, waiting for that and then just having it sit just before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna go wild out still. Yeah. Yeah, as you I've should. Been, I've been sitting at three hundred dollar nosebleed seat. <laughs> oh nice. Fuckers. I have to correct myself before Uh-oh. YouTube comes for me. Uh-oh. Um Frank Ocean's last single was in twenty twenty. It was Kayando, those uh acoustic songs. Oh what he did in Spanish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry. Guys. Right. <laughs> yeah, that that had to be for Coachella. Or not for Coachella, but like I'm sure it was Something that his yeah, team was, yeah. was get put something, something like. out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you kind of have to. Here's my pipe dream. Yeah. 
Tyler the Creator and Frank Ocean album. I need an it. entire album. It'll never happen, but I need it. I would love that. I, I would love it. an entire album. Yeah. Produced like, by like Lake Steve type. Lacey and you know, like the internet. Oh my god. Kate Trinata yeah. all over it. Um you Steve know, of course, get Pharrell Frank. on it. Yeah. They would Honestly, pull each other in those, such interesting directions. That yeah. those three. If I got an album by just those three, right? Steve Lacey, Frank Tyler, Ocean, and Tyler yeah. the Creator. I would be perfectly happy and I don't to see, give me 10 tracks. Yeah, and I don't see a reason why those three shouldn't sit in the studio for like a month and put out a banger. Like, come on, we just need something. I need that. I need I need that duo. That trio. Never, never going to get it. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. You yeah. have a better chance to get talking heads back together, buddy. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I think you'll be disappointed for the rest of your life waiting for that. <laughs> That's why I call it a pipe dream. I'm going to wake up one day. Um, <laughs> uh, Stratus, Patrick, you have a lot on the table coming up. Uh, you're getting married. I'm DJing your wedding. Hey. Uh, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Love to see it. Are you just consumed by that right now? <laughs> Not really. Like, we were basically teed up to do it last September. Mm-hmm. So pretty much j- just about everything that needed to be done was kind of done. So that like mega stressful, bringing all the big pieces together part was kind of over with. Now we're just coasting into it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Emmy would feel a little differently making phone calls of Forrest and stuff. I'm feeling good about it though. I booked the DJ. Hey, that part's that part's hey. done. That part's over. Yeah, he's like, he's like, what time do you want to fly out? I'm like, on the DJ schedule now. You're like, I don't give a fuck, man. Anytime, <laughs> like 4 a.m., 4 p.m., whatever. <laughs> as long as it's not spirit, run it up, man. Run yeah, it. just just eager to do something. Mm-hmm. That's the best part. We were talking about and the other day. Oh my thank God. you for that. I, I'm, you're like my favorite DJ, so this is that's the best that you're. I appreciate Even it. willing. Skrillex I felt kind of bad. I get it. Skrillex and Frank were busy, so you called me. <laughs> yeah, they, they weren't available, unfortunately. But. <laughs> Pick number three is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and 12th is going to be there. Hopefully, we can get 12th on the decks, too. Uh, to yeah. I w- <laughs> the plan, like, for years, was like, he's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to DJ your wedding. And I know that it would just be old rhythm cuts and Wu Tang, and we needed some. We need a little bit more variety. <laughs> but if we can throw them on with you, we'll be yeah. good. As long as Lost it's Lost a DJ there. set, but the only transitions that happen are albums. Yeah. <laughs> he starts thirty six chambers, and on the last track, he doesn't transition any of the tracks. He just lets it play all the way through. And then he transitions the next, the last track. <laughs> yeah, if I left him to his own devices, that would probably be the way. On to another album. <laughs> yeah, bunch of unreleased disciple records and six chambers, just back and forth. I'm down, but I didn't, I didn't know how that would fly with the rest of. The- that's one where I'm sitting there being like, why aren't these people sweating and dancing? And why are they <laughs> to Wu Tang? <laughs> to 36 Chambers? 
Wu Tang again, again and again, and again and again and again. See the bridesmaid <laughs> make up a dance to Wu Tang. Come on, man. Yeah. There's something I know about translate. formal wear and album cuts from Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> He's probably sneaking in there later oh. in the night. I mean, trust you. Yeah. You're definitely getting some Wu Tang at some point. That's going to be my little shit. <laughs> late enough people will go for it hey stratus we are uh we are building our 515 podcast playlist on spotify uh what song do we need to add to it any song it could be any song you could think of could even be one of your songs nah i'm not gonna could even be danny devito's song <laughs> <laughs> hey oh <laughs> can it can it can it be uh bobby caldwell oh of course that, is, is that on there already it's not no you want to all right oh man that's, that's my that's my pick. that's a good pick i like it also the entire discography of danny devito please got you, <laughs> you got okay i will i will put that on there oh yeah Beautiful. yeah let's talk about I, that let's talk that about- was that song is on this compilation. Now that's what I call yacht rock. Oh hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> like who wait? Is it is it covered? Right or no? No, now no, that's it, kid. It, I'm thinking real, that's kids' bop. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, it. You know, yeah, it, that would have been great. I, lo- I would love a kids' bop version. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, now it's just straight. <laughs> Hold on. You bought the vinyl for now. That's what I call yacht rock. I usually because. I was out digging and I saw now that's what I call yacht rock, and I was like, "That's hilarious." And then I saw the track listing. Turns out it's pretty good. And I was like, "Oh wait, this is a this is a double disc <laughs> like heater. It's sick. It opens up with Chuck Magnoni. Feels so good." Oh hell yeah, that's such a banger though, bro. I didn't is... know now did genres that specific. I didn't either. I know now that's what I call music, and I laughed because I was like, now that's what I call like a yacht rock, like a genre. I was like, I've never seen yeah. like so I, I had to bite on this, but that it's fucking that's weird. I'm not I didn't know if you like <laughs> sought it out or if that was shit to dig it. <laughs> that's what no, no, I, that wasn't a saw that wasn't like yo, I gotta hit the record store. He got it on drop day. He goes up to the counter <laughs> just today's drop hey, day. Hey, hey, my man, my man, did you guys get the now that's what I call yacht rock in today? Yeah. They're like, we held it for you, but nobody's <laughs> You just have like, them keep no. holding it? Yeah, they're like, we, we're holding it, but nobody's nobody's really, like, you could have just got this, but. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of requests. <laughs> While you're at it, I'll take a Grey Goose and vodka, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a Grey Goose and vodka. <laughs> Uh, Dennis, we appreciate you for sitting down with us, man. Yeah, man. Um, homie this for, was yeah. definitely off the rails pod. I like, I like the, I like the shift. I liked it. It was good. It was a good pod, oh, man. I appreciate you. This was, this was fun as hell, man. Because I was like light, lightweight, loopy, lightweight, still sleeping, lightweight, doing a Seattle speedball. Shout out Swerve. Shout out Phrase. Shout out Tails. Homies up in Seattle. <laughs> You gotta say what a Seattle speedball is. Oh, Seattle speedball. Oh, okay. I got it right here. Okay, it's a little. It's a little bit of coffee, right? Because yeah. it's mm-hmm. Starbucks. Okay, it's a little bit of weed. Pacific Northwest. Okay. Put it together, you got a Seattle speedball. I like that. No, 
Love that. You don't know which way it's gonna go. You don't know how Brings fast you back it's to life. Go. Who you don't look that? like Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> hey, <laughs> my eye all droopy and shit. <laughs> one side awake, one God side asleep. <laughs> Coming for everyone. <laughs> Yo, we just turn, we just start the podcast, and Travis is laying down, <laughs> holding the microphone, <laughs> just, just like this. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Five on Five podcast. <laughs> I'm just gonna do the rest of the podcast like this. The Frank Ocean of podcasters. Hey, you guys, you guys can do whatever the fuck you want now. Right. Very leisurely. I'm just here. I might stare at the ceiling the rest of the podcast too. How do you make eye contact with you? Can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. no, that's like that Jake Dean clip when Rick Rubin's sitting on the couch listening to music. Oh, that's down. exactly what it is. <laughs> Barefoot. I feel like that's that's the only way he listens to music. Just yeah, absolutely. No that's underwear it. and gray sweat shorts <laughs> and bare feet up on a couch. That's just rolled out of bed. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I aspire. I do too. I do too. Because you know that mother. You know he just rolls out of bed and he looks at his bank account and he's like, "Yeah, I'm still a fucking legend in hip hop." That's exactly. I guess. I guess I'll chill today. (laughs) Because any any work he does is just have an artist go to his house and not put his shoes on. He just listens to music all day. I'm just like waxing poetic about. (laughs) Rick's the best man. I love the idea. He is. I love the idea of people walking in. They're like, yo, finally, I get to meet Rick Rubin. And they're like, such an art to meet you, sir. And he's like laying down, sleeping. Fucking. <laughs> his, his assistant's like, yeah, he heard you. He heard you. <laughs> yeah, everyone that like goes there just has to wake him up. You've years and years of music that you've poured your heart and soul into. And he just opens one eye. <laughs> that would be an honor, kind of. That's all I got from him was just like, "That's it." <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, somehow that seems like a glowing review from him. That's like, some assistant named Michael walked you out, and he's like, "By the way, Rick told me while you're in there, he loved it." You're like, "Why you're in there? I didn't hear a damn word he said." When did he tell you he loved it? He's asleep. Yeah. You, you know Rick has ESP, man. You know he definitely does because how does he get? How does he communicate with all those damn artists and sleep all day? Yo, ESP, Rick. man. He's he's like the guy on the couch in half break. He's been just just taking a nap and then waking up and just. Like... Yeah. Oh man, yeah. just a fucking legend, God. Wow. What a we get Rick show. on the show. We need to get Rick on the pod. He's got his own. Yeah, show. totally. No, he's got, he got his own show. A sleeping? He has a podcast. Oh yeah. Is he just Can sleeping he on had, the on the uh, mic? He had Kenny Beats on there. <laughs> Kenny Sleep Beats making the beats for him while he's sleeping. Something like that. Yeah. He just. They have very long I'd conversations. Wa- I'd watch it though. Yeah. yeah. Rick. The episode with Pharrell is great. The episode with Andre is great. 
Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I do too. Shout out to Rick Rubin. Uh, Shut Travis, out, Rick. We'll tie you up any longer with our bullshit. <laughs> with our bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already checked out. So I was I gonna say I like this. Is, if you don't do every podcast laying down from now on. Oh, it's gonna be this is this is gonna be a staple. <laughs> yeah, this, this is, is gonna come back. This yeah. Is vibe. Exactly. I hope and pray this is the clip they use for the DMS landing page when you put <laughs> 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 I'm gonna make sure this is the thumbnail. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, oh, this is great. This is great. Travis, cross your arms like a vampire and just be laying down. We'll use that so that we can get the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, hold up. I got I got like rest this on my on my chest a little bit. There we go. Hold up. Oh, this is gonna go. Uh. Sick. <laughs> Did you get it? Did you get it? Yeah, Did you get it. it? It's good, <laughs> Oh, oh they're never God. gonna put this on the website. Oh, no, they fucking is. hate us. <laughs> Warren, Warren's gonna be at the light, guys. It's not the move. Hey, you aren't even you aren't even sitting up in the fucking no. anymore. <laughs> you gotta just you all gotta, do it in a triple decker bunk bed or something. Just <laughs> all of you laying down. <laughs> That's the new brand. That one's for free. Thanks. Man. I love the triple decker bunk bed because there's clearly always four people on the show. So this is going to make it. <laughs> yeah, we'll find a way. After each question, you have to go up to the next bunk bed and get a different question. <laughs> yeah, just every camera just peeking your, your, your head over. Let me cuddle with you real quick. I got a question. Wait a minute. Are these, are these tour, tour bunk beds? Because, you know, they had the, they had a the little shade. So you just poke your. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, like lumber, like handmade. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be custom. In a, it's going to be custom. In a cabin. In yeah. a cabin. Bunk beds were a horrible idea, bunk beds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, held together by. QVC <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for entertaining our bullshit today. Yeah, for real. Dude, you. I love entertaining bullshit. This was fun as hell. Oh. Um, can I get you to come out later on? Can we do that? Can we, uh, we'll do an, uh, a little evening out? Can you see him? Perhaps. Wait, tonight? Tonight, yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm picking up Emmy's corpse from the airport from her bachelor party, so we'll see how she's bearing. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> Good. Wait, where are you at tonight? Uh, Treehouse, which is Chicago's been changing the names of places left. Shout out Treehouse. Yeah, I don't even know where that is. Treehouse used to be Old Crow Smokehouse. So it used to be uh, where does, does, it still, does it still smell like, like hickory in there? Uh, it's the other one. Uh, it doesn't smell hickory. It's actually pretty oh. nice. It's um, right at Samoa's Cantina downtown. Oh, okay. Where we went. We went for dinner um, ages ago. Uh, and yeah. then I met Bounce. Yeah. Bounce with, Bounce uh, with uh, friend of the show, Travis. Tell two him friends of the show. Two, two. Howie, uh, Howie. Oh, nice. And Crespo. Shout, shout out, out Crespo. Shout out Howie. <clears throat> Double shout out. Um, yeah, we're back here. We're out to playing gigs, man. We're flying. Uh, Jet set. Feels good. Uh, feels fucking good. Uh, gentlemen, anything else we need to cover today? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I feel like we've covered everything under the sun. I'm gonna be here all day. Good. Like I'm gonna be Cast here a like wide this all day. We uh, oh, did we mention Doug the Bug? I almost forgot. 
Well, we didn't bring that up. So. No, no. <laughs> we didn't do the album review, the song review. I'm gonna listen yeah. to it later on. I am. That's I, the first thing. That's the first thing I'm doing. Same. <laughs> uh, thank you, sir, for joining us. Uh, let people oh, know yeah, where they can find on social media. At Stratus Base uh, on everything. Easy enough. Check new it. Music's out. Uh, new music's out. So new music on the way. You're always cranking something out. Mm -hmm. and, uh, we will catch you on the road this summer. Uh, Stratus yeah. is in Salt Lake City. Uh, let me pull up the dates on that here. That's going to be August 13th and 14th at Das Energy with a gaggle of a gaggle. Hitters. Oh, gaggle. A gaggle of heat. Um, is that the the main show you have announced right now or anything else we need to promo as far as shows uh yeah dust energy on the third august 13th and north coast september 3rd and then red rocks november 12th oh dope then, oh no uh, big deal yeah a couple other right. ones yeah fucking fourth date you just glossed over real quick though what's that is the fourth date we've announced for it so i'm just oh nice that yeah, was supposed to be April 2020, so it's... So you, you played Red Rocks before? I did the Global Dance Festival there, but they, it was like the stage on like yeah. the walkway at the top of the rocks. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, which was still a good view, but yeah. to be the main stage is a, is a bucket list. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Sick. Hell that's yeah, that, that's so dope. That's sick. I'm excited for that one. Travis, I keep... Finally. I keep cracking up. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Right I'm just potting. Start, started as pod. a bit, and this is going to be the rest of. This, this is, is this is going to be every show from now. This is the thing. This is how I pod. Okay? I might start doing them yeah. from bed. See, <laughs> as well. This is how, this is how we pod. Bathroom. Everyone should be all tucked in. <laughs> yeah. Doing the pod. <laughs> but don't ever tell the guests what's going exactly. on. Exactly. Don't mention it. Just like. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> man! We've we've oh. really broken new ground on the show today. Oh, yeah. uh, thank you if you've listened thus far. Uh, we will be back <laughs> next week. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> how many how many starts and stops have we had for this episode? Uh the ratio. It's gonna be a ratio. <laughs> That's a good sign when there's five attempted exits and then That's always something's going right. Are you still listening to the five five podcast? No, I'm no. not. <laughs> no. No. We Irish uh, no, exit this real real quick. Real quick. I'm gonna go listen to Rick Rubin's podcast instead. Oh, man, uh, we will Same. be back next week. This week, uh, we're recording from Sunday. This episode will be out today, basically. Today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nick, Nick goes into hibernation and edits and tidies everything up, and mm -hmm. the finished product of uh, a soup sandwich, basically. Uh. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week with our special guest, uh, Road Podcast, very own friend of the podcast, fantastic hey. podcaster himself, and Vancaster DJ, DJ too. A fantastic DJ and great human being. Anything else we need to say about this guy? I mean, Jamie's the man. It's Jamie the Great. If I, if, if I haven't even, yeah. I, yeah. Nate, you gotta say about Jamie? He's the best. I love him. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes. A resounding review from Pete Lopez, Las Vegas. No, I, I love Jaime. Jaime's the man. I, I told the other day, happy belated birthday. I'm hey, happy, happy belated, Jaime. Oh yeah, yeah. We were, we were, we were just out there for his birthday. Uh, we will talk about that. Uh, boy, that was a night. Uh, neat, class, <laughs> class, solid. Uh, 2.6 seconds in the nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I yeah, will see everyone. That counts. Uh, I, I hopped on to DJ. Neek came out to see me DJ in Vegas, and he's uh, he's like, I'm on my way. He comes out. I play maybe one, two songs. Neek, I'm out of here. I got to go. <laughs> Over it. We're, we're on the same wavelength there. I tried. I went for it. I couldn't. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Just not. I just. It, I was there for a good time, not a long time. There you go. <laughs> All, All right, gentlemen. Time. We will see you next week. Uh, shout out to Stratus. Go follow him. Stratus based on all socials. Um, go buy some hot sauce. Nukes hot sauce. Use code five on five. Direct music service. Uh, we're back to DJing. We're go here. download some new music. You need new music for the club. Directmusicservice.com. Promo code five on five. Travis didn't say it. Ring the bell. Uh, shout out to the followers, Travis, YouTube. <laughs> hit the like, hit the subscribe, ding the bell to notify you when we drop a new episode, y'all. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's what I got. I think that's all I got. See ya. Peace. Thanks, Peace. boys. Later. All right. <laughs>